Hello everyone, welcome to Hometown Horrors. I'm Leanne, your host and creator. Welcome to um, season two, episode two. I know it's it's been a minute. Um, I apologize for that. We had a death in the family and then my husband and I ended up with COVID even though we took all of the precautions. So we were pretty sick there for a while. Um, if you know me, I have some chronic um, diseases and illnesses and anytime I get just a cold, it knocks me for a loop. So COVID was really, it really knocked me down. So it took me some while, it took me a while to get back up on my feet and get back into the swing of things. But hopefully I'm in a new normal now and I've got some new episodes and some uh, new ideas for you all and I'm ready to share everything. If you have um, any ideas, anything that you want to hear about, you have a case submission, if you want me to help spread awareness um, for any cases that are mishandled, missing person cases, um, unsolved cases, anything like that, please feel free to email me at hometownhorrorstn at gmail or reach out to me on social media. Um, on Twitter, um, Hometown Horrors TN, Instagram, um, Hometown Horrors, TikTok is Hometown Horrors TN also. Um, I would love to hear from you, even if you, you don't have a case submission, if you just want to say hi, tell me anything that you think I could do differently. Also, it would be really helpful if you could, um, Spotify actually has a rating system now, you could rate and review the podcast. I know Apple Podcast does that. I'm not sure about Google. Um, if the platform that you listen on, if you're able to do that, I would greatly appreciate it. I would take your feedback and fix anything that needs to be fixed. This is all still pretty new to me. I haven't quite got, you know, the expensive equipment and everything that's needed. So I'm working on it and I would appreciate any feedback on that. If you could share the podcast um, with your friends, either through social media or word of mouth, whatever, that would be greatly appreciated. If you would like to do a donation, I have a Patreon. Um, there's a listener support button. All those things can be found in the show notes. Um, I have a Venmo, that's Hometown Horrors TN, if you wanted to do like a one-time donation. Anything would help, and that would be greatly appreciated. So, I have been concentrating a lot the last several episodes on missing person cases. Those are extremely important and I do a lot of those. Um, I'm going to start doing some different things because there's a wide variety of topics that I would like to cover. Um, and today, today's episode is going to be about the fast food killer. He was a killer that in 1997 uh, committed some murders around the Nashville area. Um, that's close to where I'm from. It was one of the first blogs that I wrote. Um, it came, it was one of, you know, one of the things that I remember hearing about in high school and, um, was one of the things that stoked my interest in true crime. So, um, this is a, a little bit of an older blog post, but I wanted to go ahead and make it into an episode because it's, I think it's really interesting and I am trying to cover some different things. Like I said, the missing person cases, extremely important. 
I'm continuing to do those, but I'm going to be mixing in some other stuff also. Um, I'm hoping to do a collaboration with um, another podcast about um, some St. Patrick's Day stuff, some Irish um, true crime, haunting, something like that. So I will let you all know what's going on with that within probably by the end of the week, I'll, I'll know exactly what's going on with that. But if you have anything, like I said in the beginning, that you would like to hear, please let me know. I will be happy to look into it and do an episode about it. So let's dig in and get started about the fast food killer. On February the 16th, 1997, in Donaldson, Tennessee, Paul Dennis Reed entered a Captain D's restaurant before it opened under the pretense of applying for a job. Once he got inside, he forced employee Sarah Jackson, age 16, and manager Steve Hampton, age 25, inside the cooler. He bound their hands and feet and shot them execution style. He stole all the money, including a large amount of change from the cash register. Two days later, he used the cash as a down payment on a car. On March the 23rd, 1997, in Hermitage, Tennessee, Reed entered a McDonald's, approached two, actually he approached two employees behind a McDonald's after the restaurant closed. He forced them back inside at gunpoint. Reed shot Andrea Brown, age 17, Ronald Santiago, age 27, and Robert A. Sewell Jr. to death execution style. He attempted to shoot Jose Antonio Ramirez Gonzalez, but the gun failed. Reed then stabbed Gonzalez 17 times and left him for dead. Gonzalez survived by playing dead. Reed took $3,000 from the cash registers and fled. When the scene was discovered, Gonzalez was taken to the hospital, treated, and thankfully survived. On April the 23rd, 1997, in Clarksville, Tennessee, Reed went to the door after closing at a Baskin-Robbins and somehow persuaded the employees to let him inside. Once inside, he kidnapped Angela Holmes, age 21, and Michelle Mace, age 16, forcing them into his car. He then drove them to Dunbar Cave State Park. Their bodies were discovered the next day with their, thir- their throats cut. On June the 25th, 1997, <clears throat> Reed went to the home of the Shoney's manager who had fired him from his dishwashing job the day before the Captain D's murders. Reed had been fired because he had lost his temper and threw his dish at another employee. He was armed with a knife. He approached the manager's front door. He attempted to get inside and kidnapped a man, but the screen door was locked. The man's son, 
videotaped the encounter and the footage was eventually released to the media. After the kidnapping attempt failed, Reed left and was later arrested by Nashville police. Some evidence in the case was um, Captain D's victim, Steve Hampton's driver's license and video rental card. They were found in the middle of Ellington Parkway with Reed's fingerprints all over them. Reed's car contained forensic evidence from the girls he kidnapped from Baskin Robbins and a credit card receipt for gas purchased near the location of their bodies. Blood evidence from the girls was also found on his shoes. The lone survivor of the McDonald's shooting, Jose Antonio Ramirez Gonzalez, identified Reed as the shooter and as his attacker in court. Reed um, was on parole from a 1983 conviction in Texas on charges relating to aggravated armed robbery of a Houston steakhouse. He had served seven years of a 20-year sentence and was paroled in 1990. He was originally from Richland Hills, Texas, and he came to Nashville to pursue a career as a country music singer. I'm not sure if his parole officer just lost, like, he couldn't figure out where he was, because it was my understanding they're supposed to register. I don't know, it was 1997, things were different back then, but somebody dropped the ball. Reed received seven death sentences, one for each victim, the most ever handed down in Tennessee history. He was also charged with especially aggravated kidnapping and especially aggravated robbery. He was sentenced to death. On November 1st, 2013, Reed died at Nashville General Hospital from complications from pneumonia, heart failure, and upper respiratory issues. The sources and pictures can be found on the blog. The link to that is in the show notes. And that's all I have for you all today for the fast food killer. I will be back hopefully the end of the week with either a bonus episode or another full length episode. You all take care and stay safe.